بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم محمد الحمد للہ وی موڈ آن ٹو دا سکسٹی سکسٹ نائٹ دیٹ وی گوئنگ تھرو دا ایگزالٹیڈ سید نا عبد اللہ ابن مسعود رضی اللہ اینڈ دا سیکشن وچ وی ٹیکن اگلمس ان ٹو ہز بلیسڈ ورڈز آف وزڈم اینڈ آن دا سب سیکشن ان وچ ہی از ایکسپلیننگ امپورٹنٹ انجنکشنس with regards to enjoining the good and forbidding the evil. So, to add a few other reports with further clarification. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu, he said, those present now or their predecessors will leave and then there will come a people who will be full of doubts, I due to their ignorance, who will thus be unable to recognize good or reject evil. This is recorded in Abu Nu'im al-Hilya, volume 7, page 280, Hayat al-Sahaba, volume 4, page 254 of the New English Translation. So, what was the great Ibn Masood now highlighting, radiyallahu? He was highlighting the state that we see now. crazy statements coming from the lips of many so-called Muslims. For instance, what is wrong if two men or women love each other and want to get married? What is wrong if one wants to change his gender? What is wrong with having an abortion? For is it not one's own body? Etc, etc. So what did Ibn Masood say? You will pass, the predecessors will leave. There will come a people who will be full of doubts. Why? Because they're full of ignorance. They will be unable to recognize good or reject evil. So this is the knock-on effect of when that glorious deed is neglected, people then become ignorant. And then we're seeing it. You know, they got Muslim names. Ahmed is saying, what's wrong with men marrying men? And you look and you think, this is a Muslim. Why is he talking like that? And again, this is what's happened. This is why Sayyidina Hudayfa radiyallahu anhu, he so rightly went on to say, a time will surely come when the people will cease to command others to do good and to shun evil. And still, they will be considered to be good men. Astaghfirullah. This is in Ibn Abi Shayba in his Al-Musannaf, Ibn Abi Dunya, Abu Nu'im Al-Hiyya, number 728, Qanzal Umal, volume 2, page 140, Ayat al-Sahaba, volume 4, page 255 of the New English Translation. So what was the keeper of secret saying, radiyallahu? So he goes, this deed will be left, this priceless deed of enjoining the good, forbidding the evil. If that wasn't bad enough, you will still consider that person to be good. So, question. Is the world sadly now full of such believers today? So, for instance, if a person does his five pillars, forget about 
saying, you know, he's he's acting on the basics of his deen. People say he's an oliya. <laughs> and then you respond by saying, Hudayfa was saying that this is not a good person. <laughs> because why are you considering him good when he's not enjoying the good or he's forbidding the evil? <laughs> so not if the companions realize this has to be a glaring sign of a believer. He must do this to his own his or her own capacity. And this is why Imam Ghazali, Rahmatullah, one of his views is that this is a farzi in. So just like Salat is a farzi in, an absolute obligation on the individuals fasting in the month of Ramadan, he, he considered this to be a farzi in because of all the harms that it entails it, it, it when you do not do this, the Ummat Sufis. So this is again all from the great Ibn Mas'ud and the virtue of this deed is mind-boggling. Just to mention one before moving on. The hadith is in Imam Ahmad's Muslim and it's authentic. And the meaning of the hadith of the Prophet he said that there will be people who will receive the rewards of the earliest of your. They forbid evil. That's the meaning of the hadith. There will come a people who will receive the rewards of the early ones amongst you, i.e. the early companions. What is their threat? They forbid evil. So think about that. Why or how on earth are we deserving of the rewards of the earliest companions? Look at the sacrifices that they went through. And what is giving you some of the great rewards of these noble souls? is that you're simply forbidding the evil. And the Prophet didn't even mention enjoying the good because it's more important, obviously, to forbid the evil. So note the virtues of this is mind-boggling and we should also strive to you know, inculcate this as best as possible. If you neglect it, I don't want to go through all the reports, you will end up with corrupt rulers. You will end up where your du'as will not be answered. You will end up, and all these negative things the Prophet mentioned occurs if you neglect this duty. And this is why all of those things we're experiencing. We've got corrupt rulers, predominantly. Then we make a du'a, you're thinking, why isn't our du'a getting answered? And what's interesting, it's got nothing to do with the haram. Usually the famous hadith says, you consume the haram, your du'as don't get answered. But now it's talking about enjoying the good, forbidden, the evil. So Lord is the health of the ummah, the very health of this ummah. So moving on to another subsection entitled Swearing truthfully by other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is worse than lying while swearing by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I'll say that again. So if you swear truthfully but you don't take Allah Ta'ala's name so you say this I swear by my father's soul you're telling the truth. That is worse when you swear by Allah Ta'ala's name and you're lying. So this is the title. So first of all, how is that? How on earth is this true? Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiyallahu, he made the following amazing statement. لَأَنْ أَحْلِفَ بِاللَّهِ قَاذِبًا أَحَبُّ إِلَيَّ مِنْ أَنْ أَحْلِفَ بِغَيْرِهِ وَأَنَا صَادِقٌ that I swear by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I am lying 
is more beloved to me than I swear by other than him and I am speaking the truth. Subhanallah. This is recorded in Tabarani in his Kabir number 8902 or 9-183. Ibn Abi Shayba in his Al-Musannaf number 12402. Abdul Razak in his Al-Musannaf number 15929 or 8-469. Targhib number 2613, Sahih. al in Majma Az-Zawaid stated Sahih. Shaykh al-Bani rahmatullahi stated Sahih in his Irwa al-Ghalib number 2562. So the hadith is authentic. It's a sahih report from the great Ibn Mas'ud. And that's literally what he said. He goes, what is more beloved to me between the two is that I swear with my Lord's name and I'm lying. So let me ask you a question. Is that not a major sin? Yes. So if I say, I swear by Allah the Almighty and Glorious, and I lie to you, that is a major sin. Because that is more beloved to me than doing this. Swearing the truth by other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the same team, the Honorable Tabi'in, Al-Qasim ibn Mukhaydama, who died 100 AH, he echoed, Rahmatullah, it does not matter to me if I swore by a man's life or by the cross. Astaghfirullah. It does not matter to me if I swore by a man's life or by the cross because they are both equal. This is recorded in Sayyid ibn Mansur in his Sunan, ibn Abi Shayba in his Al Musannaf, number 12,407. How many times people do that? I swear by my father's grave. According to the Tabi'in, he goes, You might as well swear by the cross. I swear by the cross. Because it's the same to me. The reason for this is that we've got direct reports. In Tirmidhi is Hassan. Hakim in his Mustadrak Sahih, Ibn Hiban Sahih, Tadhim number 2611. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Umr radiyallahu anhu relates that our beloved messenger said, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Man halafa bi ghayrillahi faqad qafara aw ashraq. He who swears by anything besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has disbelieved or set up partners with him. Astaghfirullah. He who swears by anything besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has disbelieved or has set up partners with him. So now, how do the scholars understand these reports? The blessed scholars, rahimahumullah, unanimously have agreed that this refers to minor shirk. Thus, it does not take a person out of the fold of Islam Though a gargantuan sin has been committed. So if a person, because I swear by my mother's life, you don't say you're kafir now. What you say to that person is, you've committed a monstrous sin and you have to do tawbah. And the scholars say this is in the league of riyah, minor shirk. How beautifully did Hafiz ibn Taymiyyah rahmatullah elaborate upon this? In his short work, Swearing by Other Than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, page 19 to 20 of the English translation. So Ibn Taymiyyah said, Rahmatullah, if he, that's Ibn Masood, swore by Other Than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will indeed have committed shirk. Even if it was not the major shirk, for verily it is a sin greater than lying. 
So what's the first thing he said? He's explaining Ibrahim Masood's statement. He goes, if he swore by the other than Allah, he goes, he's committed shirk, though it's not the shirk that takes you out of Islam. But isn't that worse than lying? Yes. Then he said, and if he who swears by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he was lying, then upon him is the sin of his lying, but he is a muwahid, a person of tawheed, because he swore by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what's the second thing Hafiz ibn Taymiyyah said? So he's lying now, but he's taken Allah Ta'ala's name. He's not committed shirk, though he's committed a great sin, but he's lied. But he's protected his tawheed. Then Ibn Taymiyyah said, Rahmatullah, hence, the major sin of lying along with tawheed is better than a good deed along with shirk. Look how beautifully he explained it. So what did he say? The great Ibn Taymiyyah, Rahmatullah, the major sin of lying along with tawheed is still better than a good deed of speaking truthfully along with shirk. In another one of his works, Hafiz ibn Taymiyyah said in Manar As-Sabil 2-434, the merit of Tawheed is greater than the merit of truthfulness and the sin of lying is less serious than the sin of shirk. So he even broke it further now. If somebody says, ah, the two, what's better? What's, what's great in merit? Tawheed or speaking the truth? So you say Tawheed? Mm. Then you say, out of the sins, which is more serious? Lying or Shirk? Shirk. Because that's what Ibn Masood was highlighting. So now, this also exposes the great error of ignorant Muslims who think that by swearing by other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they can go ahead and lie. You can actually, people actually say that. He goes, brother, don't take Allah's name. You can lie on you. You just say something else. <laughs> Whilst ironically, it would have been better for them to have sworn by Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and lied. Though naturally, one should not be encouraged to do this. For they think that by doing that, it would take them out of the fold of Islam. <laughs> With Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our refuge. Now think about that. Well, in the end of times, if people go, you're going to call, but did you do it? Yeah, I did do it. So you're going to lie. Don't take Allah Ta'ala's name. Because if you swear by God Almighty and you lie, you're kafir. So the poor guy, you know, he's, he's been given wrong knowledge. So he goes to the, and he goes, I can't, I need to have a bath, I can't take God's name. Goes, okay, what else is holy to you? My dad, right? And he goes, I swear by my dad. And he lies. He goes, that's better. Who said it's better? You've committed shirk. You've sworn by your dad. So there's the thing. Sometimes logically, a person might think he's doing good, but he's not. He's actually destroying you. Astaghfirullah. But having said that, you shouldn't do it anyway. But if I'm going to lie, I'm still going to take Allah's name. I'm never going to commit shirk. Finally, we should also keep in mind that the companions, radiallahu ta'ala anhum, considered minor shirk greater than all the major sins, which include murder, homosexuality, intoxicants, adultery, 
Thus, we should never belittle minor shirk due to it being called minor. So this is another problem. Somebody goes, oh brother, so it's minor. And normally that means small. But can shirk be small? Brother, astaghfirullah, I've committed shirk. No, but it's small shirk. Does that come for you? Yeah, but astaghfirullah, that doesn't come for me. Brother, I've still committed shirk. So the scholars, they say, this highlights that. When somebody goes, well, how can it be worse than murder? Because murder is in shirk. Mm-hmm. How can it be worse than, you know, adultery? It's not shirk. Mm-hmm. So again, what did the great Ibn Masood say? لَأَنْ أَحْلِفَ بِاللَّهِ قَاذِبًا أَحَبُّ إِلَيَّ مِنْ أَنْ أَحْلِفَ بِغَيْرِهِ وَأَنَا صَادِقٌ That I swear by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I am lying is more beloved to me than I swear by other than him and I am truthful. Look how amazing his statement is. On the face of it, you think, what did he just say? Who are you to question him? But what was he really getting across? He goes, never take Allah, always take Allah's name. Even if you're cornered, you have to lie. Because still take his name because you are a muwahid. But in your heart, you obviously, and the beautiful thing about that is if you're cornered, you're thinking, Ya Allah, I'm still going to take your name, I'm going to lie. But there you go, that's, you're showing honor to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So with your mouth, you say, I swear by God, and then you lie. But in your heart, you think, Ya Allah, I was cornered, but I will never commit shirk. <laughs> and yet the other bachara, he thinks by taking the, you know, swearing by my mother's grave, swearing by this, swearing by my, my homeland, and lying, that's not as bad. You committed shirk, mate. <laughs> But you know the fault of Islam, but you've committed a sin which is greater according to the companions than murder. Astaghfirullah. So note again, the great Ibn Masood, was he not teaching us the most important things in our lives? This is the point. You know, when you go to the companions' lives, they teach you. But having said that, don't lie. <laughs> don't take Allah Allah's name and lie. Don't start saying, Brother Yusuf said you can take Allah Allah's name and lie. I never said that. What I'm saying is if you're in a situation where you have no choice, then you're forced to do that. Mm. But in your heart, you say, Ya Allah, I was forced, but I will never commit shirk. You know this. So all I mentioned today was basically wrapping up the subsection with regards to enjoying the good and forbidding the evil. Another important point which I mentioned there, clarification. And then I mentioned uh, the majority of the session was swearing truthfully by other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is worse than lying while swearing by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What an amazing statement from the great Ibrahim Masood radiallahu. And notice the believer always protects his tawheed. He will never compromise his tawheed. He will compromise anything else, not his tawheed. Are there any questions?